Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on The Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. I pray that you're having an absolute stellar start to your 2023, the year of acquisition. Let me apologize before I begin. I really should have had at least two other podcasts on this website, but I ended up having an assignment that I needed to complete and it required my full attention. You're going to see the fruit of that here on this website, but I promise you I'm going to make up for that with several podcasts to come. And several weeks ago, we started the Arise School of Prosperity. And what we're doing here is building a solid foundation. You will identify your pathway to financial abundance if you can stay seated at this table. Sometimes it's really just one thing we need to change, one key that needs to go into our door that we don't possess, but somebody else has it and they can give us access to the world God has for us. And of course, one word from God changes everything. Now, in our last podcast, we focused on the value of money and the importance of having this foundation established. And if you haven't heard the first one yet, please go back and listen to it because it is really essential to build properly because you're not here to gather information. At least I hope you're not. You're not here to do that. You've done enough of that. You've got enough information. And I know you're not here just to hear me talk, but I pray you're here because you know there's an anointing going forth in the atmosphere, that there's a burden removing, yoke destroying power going forth on the word, on the teaching that's going to change your financial world. So this is why I hope that you're here. We're going to be building a strong financial foundation and you're going to see change. Today, I want to talk to you about the money mindset part two, the purpose of money. I'm going to read just a short excerpt from Exodus chapter 12, And it is the exit strategy God gave the children of Israel, because I'm reading this because I want to prophesy something over your life from Exodus chapter 12, verse 35 and 36. Now, the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. This is their exit strategy. God gave it to them as they were about to head into the land flowing with milk and honey into their wealthy place. And I want to prophesy over you today, an exit strategy open up for your life. If you're in debt, if you're in lack, uh, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you're in a place where there's not enough, I prophesy God is going to release for you an exit strategy. You've been trying to do it your way for too long, but he's going to give you a supernatural strategy that's going to bring you out of and into glory to God out of and into your wealthy place as we progress through this arise school of prosperity. And I decree God's going to give you favor to accompany that when you have the favor of God, On your exit strategy, you're going to see rapid results. I decree that over you in Jesus name. Now, let me get to a focal scripture for this teaching 
of the money mindset, part two, the purpose of money. Exodus chapter 32. I'm going to read the first six verses. Again, New King James Version. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together to Aaron and said to him, come make us a God that shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden earrings, which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf. Then they said, this is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it and Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Then they rose early on the next day, offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose to play. Let me interject something here for a moment before I share this teaching. First of all, the nerve of the Israelites to say that this was the God that brought them out of the land of Egypt. Money can bring forth a momentary insanity. I'm here to tell you, you can see that right here. Money can make us insane for a moment that they thought for a minute that this thing they had fashioned was now their God and they're attributing their success now to this idol that was made from gold. And then we look and see that they say tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. We love to commingle. We do it in the body of Christ. They did it back then. We'll call the thing that's not from God for God just to appease our conscience. And we have to be very, very careful when it comes to the purpose of money. So they wanted to now take the idol and sit it before them and, and have a feast and say it was to the Lord. And it says that they sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. These are the things that happen when we don't know the purpose of money. They didn't know what to do with their newfound wealth. They were millionaires. They had plundered the Egyptians. And we see that old adage fulfill here. If you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. And it's quite obvious that's what happened to them because they didn't know the value system. They forgot that the purpose was for the things of God. They already had begun starting on that tabernacle. This was for the things of God. Let me give you two wisdom keys as we go forth in this study on the purpose of money. When we've been without so long, we can begin to build idols in the wilderness. You heard me. When we haven't had things for so long and God does something to dump it in on us, you know, to really open up the floodgates, we'll begin, we can begin to build idols in the wilderness. This is why our value system must be in place and why we have to know the purpose of money. The other thing I want to say to you about money, it will reveal the idols of the heart. You don't think that idol came out of any place, do you? It came out of their heart. And this is what can happen to us when we are not settled and established on the foundation of money. Sometimes when we get money, what we'll do is we'll go after everything we wanted, everything we feel we've been denied, everything we couldn't have. We'll run for that. And this is why so many people go through large sums of money at one time or when God is 
funneling a lot of money to them, they'll find places to bury it in and places to put it, buying a lot of things they couldn't have before. And there's there's a place for that. But we want to know the purpose of money first. They do that because they still have Egypt in them. They still have an Egypt mentality because remember the Israelites had been without for so long and that's what happens to us, nor do they know the purpose of money. And because they didn't know that, that's how come they responded that way. Another thing I want to say is this, another wisdom key, excess is deadly for some people. It's deadly. Some people are never going to walk in a life of real overflow and abundance because for some people, It's deadly and they've proven that to God. Some people will need to stay at that just enough level. I hate to say it, but it's true because they haven't established a good foundation and purpose of money, nor do they want to. And God is not going to put that kind of money in hands of a fool. He's not going to put money in the hands of somebody who's being foolish with their money. We might think this could never happen to us, but some of you haven't been tested yet. You haven't been tested But the money test has to be passed. God will give you large sums of money, not just to bless you. Oh, like, oh, God is blessing me. He is, but he's testing you too. He's testing you to see what's in your heart because money will unlock the treasure chest of the heart. It will unlock the fears of money. It will unlock our attachments to money. And of course, it will release the idols that we have in our heart. But I want you to know this first. Above all things, and I'm going to share some foundational things about the purpose of money here. Money is needed to advance the kingdom. I'm not just talking about winning souls. To make a presence of the kingdom known in the earth, believers need money. And that's why we're going to need to be mature people that have a money mindset, that know the value. And now we're looking at the purpose of money. So let's look at a few of the purposes of money. Number one, money's a defense. Ecclesiastes 7.12 says, wisdom is a defense as money is a defense, but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Money is a defense against some of the onslaughts of life. Some of you are defenseless when the car breaks down, defenseless when the AC on the house goes out because you don't have any money. You have to know you need to put money away because it is a defense. I don't use the rainy day fund because you're going to have one. I have a defense fund. It's a defense to the things that we can encounter in life. I have a blog post on this site about money being a defense. Be sure to grab that and read it. Money, number two, answers all things. Money answers all things. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and 19, a feast is made for laughter and wine makes merry, but money answers all things. Somebody really has a hard time with that. There's a lot of people that like, how can money answer? Oh, it can. And I'll do a teaching and just give you a little insight. Money can answer all things because money's just a seed. And when you know that, you'll know how to use it properly to answer some of the questions in life, to answer some of the situations and circumstances in life. Money answers all things. How? Because it's a seed and it can produce whatever you need, whatever you want, and whatever you desire. And I'll mention one of my books at the end concerning that. That may be shocking to some of you. Money is meant for us to be lenders and not for borrowers. These are the purposes that I'm outlining. Let's look at Deuteronomy 15 and 6. 
For the Lord your God will bless you just as he promised you. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You shall reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. You're supposed to be a lender for the nations, a lender for God. This is what we're supposed to do with money. And he says, you shall not borrow. And I'm talking about credit cards and things like that, that we borrow against for stuff we don't have any business doing. Now, I know sometimes we need to borrow for business sake and things like that that are are going to produce. I'm talking about these other things. God didn't call us to be borrowers for the things that we borrow for. We're supposed to be lenders. He says we're supposed to rule over the nations. When we're lenders, we can reign and rule over the nation. And we don't reign because we don't have any money. So you have to understand the purpose of money to lend and to reign. This is what God wants us to do as lenders. On every single mountain, we need to take our presence and reign, but you're going to need, we're going to need money to do that. Another purpose of money is to help the poor. And I know you know this already. Matthew 5 and 42 says to give to him who asks and from him who wants to borrow from you, don't turn away. So that means that when the poor, those that lack come to us, we should have an open hand to be a blessing to them. Now, there are some boundaries around this. There are some people that you should not give anything to, and you have to be led by the Holy Spirit in this. Lack doesn't mean I answer the call all the time, but I'll answer every call the Holy Spirit tells me to answer when it comes to giving to the poor. Notice we haven't showed up yet in these purposes. Notice that these are the things and the foundations that God wants us to have in place first to know the purpose of money. Now, let me read this scripture to you. We got a lot of scripture today. First Timothy chapter six, verse 17 through 19. Command those who are rich in this present age, not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share storing up for themselves a good foundations for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Many people don't realize this, but money is meant to do good works. That's another purpose of money. It's meant for you to do good works, to share and to help. And it says, let them be rich in good works. That's true wealth. Glory to God, to be rich in good works. And this gives a good foundation for our lives. It says we're going to store up a good foundation when we're rich in good works. This is how you lay a good financial foundation. And it will also cause us to lay up treasures in heaven. Money is for good works. Don't forget that. God wants us to be ready and available when it concerns that. And we see the word rich here and it's relative. You know, we understand rich on different levels, but it's really relative. It means that we're having plenty and we have abundance so that we can be rich toward the things of God, so that I can be rich toward what is on the heart of God and the mind of God. And a lot of us can't do that because we're so steeped in debt and our attention is not concerned or focused on the things of God because Visa and MasterCard got us. Wayfair and all the other places that we have committed our funds to, or our mindset is so centered in our own world. We're so focused on our own world, our own wealth, our own abundance, and and having our own success that we forget about being rich 
towards God. And that's what God wants us to realize when it comes to the purpose of money. The other purpose is that we would be sufficient. Second Corinthians nine and eight, God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. We see our works again there, but notice it says, have all sufficiency. God wants us to be sufficient. That's another purpose of money. This needs to get into your mindset. And this is not a self-sufficiency. That's different. Self-sufficiency displaces God. It means I don't need God. I got it all taken care of. A lot of rich people that are like mega rich, you know, are multimillionaires, especially in the world. They don't need God. They think they don't need God. They think they've got the answer. But money's not that kind of answer. It's not the answer that takes the place of God. God expects us to be able to take his laws, to take them, to apply them to our lives, to create the provision and to mirror this word. But we're not to trust in wealth. I love how it says it here that we're not to trust in uncertain riches, but we're not to do that and not to be haughty concerning that. And we have to put our trust in God. Self-sufficiency is dangerous. And I'll say this to you, money can sometimes water the heart. We can be on fire for God, but the minute we start getting that hot area of life cooled down, we cool down to God. We think we don't have a need for him and we don't continue to pursue him the same way we did before. You're going to fail the money test if this is you. You will fail it. And God's going to take you back to school all over again. Money is not about being rich. The Bible tells us don't labor to be rich. That should not be your purpose for wanting money or wealth. I heard a man of God one time say he just wanted a million dollars in the bank just to look at it. He doesn't know the purpose of money. He does not know the purpose of it. There is a hard attachment to it. If that's why I want money, just to look in my bank account and see large numbers. Because if the truth is known, you'd know that you have access to everything. But because we're so locked into our bank accounts, we don't realize the abundance that we have. So it's not about being rich. It's about us knowing the purpose of wealth. Let's look at 1 Timothy 6, 9, and 10. He says that those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. If we don't have a right money mindset and know the purpose, we're going to find ourselves being pierced through over and over with sorrows because we're running after money. And most people don't really know there's a love of money deep in their heart. God is going to uproot that and reveal that to you as you go through this school of prosperity. Some people just don't know that it's there. Even the fear of loss of money is a love of money. It means there's an attachment there. And we have to know that we can trust God who richly gives us all things. Praise God. I pray that this teaching has been a blessing to you. And I took my time with it. And I trust that you're going to be mature enough to go back and read through the scriptures and allow the Holy Spirit to add more to these. And these are not exhaustive. Trust me. There's many, many more. I'd like to recommend a book to you 
called Seeds of Prosperity for a Financial Revolution. You can find that right here on this megamoneymoves.com website. I'm giving you a special price for a limited time and free shipping. You need to grab that. And if you already have it, go back and start reading it again. It'll get you ahead for some other teaching that I'll be doing when it comes to sowing your precious seed in the kingdom of God and how to reap mega harvests. And you heard me right, mega. So grab the book on the website, Seas of Prosperity for a Financial Revolution. All right, beloved, until next time, I'm looking forward to seeing you here on the Voice of Reason podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason. Reason.